0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Me and the Gals. For this episode, I am again joined by both of my gals. If you want to say hi, Sophia, Karina.
1: Hello, this is Sophia. Hi,
0: this is Karina. Today, we're talking about something that when I first introduced this topic to me, uh, to you, (laughs) when I introduced it to me, I was like very confused. No, when I introduced it to you, like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, Why? So I'll be interested now to see how the next 20 or so minutes go. So today's topic was or is, why do women, when they're among each other, talk so much about relationships and so much less about business and careers and 50,000 other possible subjects we could be talking about in life? And the reason that I came to this sort of idea was, I remember specifically, there was a situation where a friend of mine had told me. Um, that she was now living in an apartment that her father owned, and that um, there was a way to um, be gifted this apartment so that she wouldn't have to pay an inheritance tax later. So there's a lot of details to that. But what I'm trying to get to is that that's something we don't normally talk about. We don't normally talk about how we're managing our money. What do we think our next career steps should be? If we're entrepreneurs or shepreneurs, as they're known, we don't necessarily talk about that. And you both are shepreneurs or entrepreneurs. So I thought this would be an interesting question to put to you and to find out a little bit more about why, especially when we're younger as women, we don't necessarily talk about business a lot. And it's all about the new guy, the new gal in our lives and what they were doing and how we felt. So my first question after my rather lengthy intro is why are we so interested in relationships and why does it dominate our conversation so much what do you think or do you even agree
2: um yes and no i think one simple answer to your question is because women are more elevated in what way we are more capable of actually talking about feelings and relationships and the way things go um, than most men are actually so I think most mostly the the moment we do run into a woman we can talk to
1: <laughs> I don't know we, we, kind of,
2: we kind of burst out and talk about that because that's more important to us but having said that I'm not sure I totally agree because p- I have a couple of female friends where we actually do speak about economics and uh, career moves and uh, you know different job uh, issues and
0: Was that the same when you were younger though Karina? Did you back let's say when you were in your 30s or 20s or even younger did you also find you were talking a lot about uh, business and careers and maybe not so much about relationships? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not the ideal person to ask the question because when I was young,
2: I chose a very male profession since I was an engineer and metallurgist, we all the people I met in my professional work was guys and men and they would speak a lot about careers and jobs and opportunities and stuff. So I did join those conversations um, yeah, I, I love that but, but with my female friends, Hmm, maybe not so much it depends if they would have a career as as i had then we might have spoken about it yes yeah here's another one i spent many years as an expat and there i would have there i met a lot of women who did not have a professional life and then it was sort of pointless to talk about it then we did discuss kids and um, cooking recipes and after school uh, activities and stuff (laughs) Mm. <laughs> yeah, which is not to be uh, considered not important because those are also important subjects in our lives because, you know, women take care of families and kids and hold the whole shift together in a way.
0: So would you say that, I mean, you were in a Latin American country, which I think is a maybe an important caveat to that, but would you say that because... If men were more able, or male energy, because I don't really like the dichotomy there all the time, if male energy were more capable of talking about relationships, they would. Um, Is that what you're saying? Exactly. They would and they should, because it it would be good for them. Mm. What about you, Sophia?
2: Yeah, I I was
1: thinking while Karina was talking that... I I would also have to say yes and no because I have always had a business mind with me I mean very early on because I I'm very goal oriented so I knew this sounds crazy but I knew when I was like 12 13 what I wanted to do in life so to be able to do that I had to really focus on my career and uh, different, you know, steps, strategic steps and so on. And, But I wouldn't necessarily say that I talk with other women about business, some uh, actually, uh, but not a lot. But I must say that. Karina and I we, we speak a lot about business. We do yes We speak a lot about how to improve how to yeah, how to set goals and, and reach goals yeah. And, yeah so um, both and because I we are entrepreneurs and we talk a lot about it, I think it's quite nice not to talk about it when we <laughs> when we yeah. uh, see friends and uh, mm. well especially women then.
0: It could also be, of course, that you don't have to talk about it so much anymore. Maybe talking about relationships is when it's not going so well or when you're not actually together, but with another person, male or female, whatever. And that's so it doesn't have to be this conversation about like kids all the time. Like my problem with a lot of my, in this case now, heteronormative friends and relationships is that there's a lot of talk about the children for example, and then the bones of contention that brings because the partner's not helping out or not in the way that they would like them to. And so very quickly, I notice that even when I am talking about my career, because my kid's fully grown, I also don't have to talk about kids and diapers anymore, <laughs> thankfully. Um, I feel like it very quickly goes back from the career talk to children and relationships. And sometimes I get a little frustrated because I feel like, well... You know, it gets really old talking about all the patterns in relationships. And yes, it's annoying when a partner doesn't help out. And I would just so much more like to talk about not just business, but like spirituality maybe, or maybe this museum I went to. But I found in the years that I've had these experiences that it kept circling back to relationships. And I love what Karina said, that because she was working with men, there was actually a space for you to talk about other things than you know, traditional, I'm gonna call it now, women's areas of expertise. And that was a frustrating thing, but I'm, what I'm hearing now is that you actually don't have to contend with that so much, yeah?
2: Exactly, mm. yes.
0: So why do you think that relationships play such a defining role in women's lives, let's say, broad-stroking it that it's only women? Oh, I
1: think uh, mm. since we <laughs> talked about menopause uh, before, I think actually we have so many different hormones also in our body that changes all the time, and we are totally uh, dependent uh, on yeah. the hormones. On the so I think they that create. yeah, that, yeah, and I think uh, even though you you maybe not aware that it's the hormones that are talking, I think you need to talk more and uh, express more than. No, maybe not. I think men also need to express their feelings. But uh, but they're
2: not being brought up to do that in no, our society. No. But I also think we are slightly different wired.
1: Absolutely.
2: Can I say that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because I think we are very different uh, species.
0: I mean, there's a lot of research out there now about how um there's different wiring and now i've heard contradicting research actually that says no come on it's not that much but i do think that the nature nurture debate you can have it until the youngest day was it raised Mm. that way the child Mm. or was it genetic Mm. but i think for me what i always felt as such a relief when i hung out with men just like something what karina said is that it wasn't just this one topic all the time because it made me feel like That's all that's important. That's like a big milestone in my life is to have this relationship. And so I'm going to talk about it ad nauseum until I've gotten this relationship thing right. And Mm. it it sounds Mm. to me like it sounds to me like you don't necessarily have that later on in life like we talk about business all the time but my friends who all have children much younger than mine it's all about the children and the work-life balance which is a challenge i've been through it but i get so tired because it's like i'm as a woman i feel like i'm here for more than just romantic and or other relationships
1: yeah i mean can you just imagine then? Uh, not having kids and have to listen to it <laughs> uh, I, Oh yeah I know <laughs> and I know that I made a, a choice in life actually to step away a bit from, from those women because I don't find it interesting it sounds really really horrible and when you say you don't like to listen to mothers and their kids uh, it's like saying oh, I don't want peace on earth but it's I think sometimes it's it can be too much, and mm-hmm. and you said something. If I can go back a little bit, you said something about women who see each other and and they complain about their partners and whatever. And um, I do have somebody, you know, in my circle that they constantly are complaining about the partners, and I have never even understood that because, I mean, if there are so many. issues issues in a relationship why are you (laughs) even together then
2: Uh, so I uh, can never
1: contribute in those conversations either because I'm very happy about my relationship and if I do have an issue then I will absolutely speak to Karina about it mm, not with my girlfriends Mm. I speak with Karina first and hopefully we can
2: solve it yeah discuss it yeah so um, but i mean this whole thing about a lot of women talking only about their kids or their relationships yeah yeah it is a big thing to have a child and to do your best to try to raise that child and all that and i mean it is a fact that whatever you are experiencing in your life it that is what will come up when you meet other people and if you have difficulties even more so but I think it's a question about sort of lifting your yourself a bit yeah. up and see there are other things to discuss, you know? Yeah, I did mean it. But, I mean, for one exception, I
1: could talk about new uh, for... <laughs> yeah. for, so, for
2: yeah. see? Yeah, 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 I know. It's I know. a big part of I your know, life I and know, that's why you I feel like you want to talk about it. That's what I mean. When you yeah. have your child, you're sort of filled with everything that has to do with this child and you have to put yourself aside a bit Mm. i guess yeah i mean kids Uh,
0: are a whole nother distraction in themselves and they're a very worthy one in terms of of course you have to put most of your energy towards them right but even as kids get older and even before i had kids or maybe especially before i had a child i just felt like there was a lot of pressure to get the relationship thing right, which is especially important when you are planning on having a child with this person. But I think what frustrates me, and maybe this gets a little bit more to the root of the problem versus mothers talking about their children too much, which I'm sure we can have a separate episode about. But the root of the problem for me is I have real financial and career disadvantages because I haven't been raised to have these conversations. And that is the point that I'm trying to make, I think, is that I have real financial challenges because nobody thought, and I certainly didn't come up with the idea, I'm as much responsible, to talk to me about, girl, how are you going to manage your financial situation? What about stock options? How come am I not Mm -hmm. interested in crypto? Whatever it is, there's a true financial Mm -hmm repercussion to not having these yeah. relationships what do you think about that i think we have to first
2: admit that there are cultural differences here i mean if i would look at a woman's life and upbringing in south america that would be one thing and if you look at a swedish woman being brought up in sweden and living her life in sweden she would have much more possibilities of actually exposing herself to that type of knowledge that's that is a fact i think overall you mean uh, overall yeah uh, and then of course it varies with your because you weren't exposed no, to no i it. weren't but i um, somehow was taught the, the hard way <laughs> mm. to take care of my own um, business you know mm. uh, this is a very difficult question because it also depends on what type of parents you have and how they sort of engage in your in that part of your education and mm.
1: My mother actually said to me, you know.
2: She she said some really. Yeah, wise she was she was very mother. wise. Yeah, she
1: was wise. I realize that now when I'm almost fifty. Oh, I didn't say that. Yes, but said um, she always said to me, "Make your own money, Sophia." Uh, don't be dependent on anybody anybody. Mm. and like she didn't say fuck off but she said kind of like (laughs) i'm really glad fuck off account so you won't have to stay in in something that you are
0: you know that you have to
1: Mm. and i also had to work very early to earn my own money Mm.
0: i have the same situation my mom brought me up to be financially independent right And Mm -hmm. also what you said to really manage your stuff. But I guess what I feel I mean is that I was not prepared for the business and career world. I was not taught how to negotiate, for example, or, you know, friends didn't say, hey, I just got a really good tip on this stock. (laughs) For example, (laughs) I don't have a single female friend who's invested in crypto Is any of you.
1: Uh, not female, no. no. No.
0: But that's what I mean. Like the boldness, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it, it's bold, that men often bring and the curiosity that they bring to it and the ambition. I'm, I'm going to honestly say it. nobody instilled that. And here's my responsibility. I didn't seek it out so much mm-hmm. because. You know why? Because mm-hmm. you were busy changing diapers. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's as yeah. so
2: simple as that, I would say
0: yeah but yeah, even before so. the children came,
2: yeah, but then you were busy preparing for that position in your
0: life. Mm. It's I just a shame that really you don't all, get actually. groomed for these things, and so then you don't become curious about them
2: precisely
1: well um, i I have to say, um that I was curious. Because my father was an excellent businessman. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, yeah.
0: He
2: taught you a lot.
1: Yeah, and he, he was also a very fair businessman. Mm. Mm. Uh, and he always, you know, he gave me some tips. How, good advice. Good advice how to do it. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you're going to sell something before it was digital, you know, always write something in the ad like... Don't hide if it's something wrong with it or try to smoosh oh. it over. You have to be very honest, Sophia, because that's... Uh, the way to that, do that, business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and that was when I was like 11. But uh, so wow. was a little bit of childish uh, advice
2: maybe. But mm. he, he started early and yeah, he taught me a lot. Yeah, I taught myself because there were en- never any money in my home when mm-hmm. I was a child.
0: I think it's also very unusual...
2: So if I wanted to buy something, I had to find a job that would pay the money so I could get it. Me mm. too. Even when it came to special clothing or stuff, so I didn't really have someone to rely on in that um, in that way. Which I clearly can see today. If I would have had that, I could have been. I could have gone so far because mm. I realized that I had got g- good brains, you know. Mm. You have. I'm very but capable. But you have gone far, honey. Don't you think we have gone far? Of course we have. Mm. But you, I, what I mean is You that mean like a corporate job. Your, yeah. Mm. Your upbringing is so important when it comes to these questions. Mm. And your mother, the role model, who did you have to look to, you know?
0: Yeah, and father. And father, exactly. Like the way yeah. Sophia's father seems to have talked to her. Again, yeah. I, I don't know a lot of women whose fathers... Or mothers, whoever is the business savvy person in the parental constellation. I don't know a lot who were talked to in that way, girl children, boy children more maybe. I don't know, but I thought it's interesting that um, that yeah that your father took that time. Mm-hmm. Somehow my it's a my mother she she
1: maybe treated me as one of the you know you know like like a girl if you can say so. But my father always treated me more like a human being you know like like a
2: capable human being yeah not like
1: boy or a girl he taught me everything he played with the dolls but he also showed me how to repair the bike and do woodworks and
0: woodworks and so on so oh he
2: was such a good dad your daddy yeah he is yeah
0: see with me it was oh we need to get a man to fix your bike Mm. Uh, okay well yeah you can imagine the hitchhike
1: <sighs> yeah, I know. it's just
0: such a different way but maybe that is a generational thing because i know for younger women they don't have these kinds of tales always to tell they have a different perspective and they demand that they be taught or that they go and learn it themselves i mean in the age of mm-hmm. youtube i guess you can repair your own damn bike anyway you just watch a exactly. video yeah, so there's yeah. a lot of yeah. empowerment there and yeah. um, I find that very, very encouraging. I love watching younger women just demand their place in this world. So it's good times are coming.
2: <laughs> My father did teach me a lot of things which didn't have to do with, you know, investments or money or all that. But he did teach me how to repair a car. And He was streetwise. How, he was like, yeah, he was streetwise. The first car I bought, him and I, we took that car apart into the smallest pieces and we put it together again the whole damn car cuz he wanted to show me how it's done <laughs> what a crazy thing to no, do actually cool. yeah we had a huge warehouse and with a huge f- flooring where we would put all the little pieces in different positions so we would know where to put them when we were going to put them back and that car actually functioned mm-hmm. the motor everything Wow! So he did teach me some of the
0: practices. Yeah, and a sense of accomplishment and something tangible that you do with your hands. Yeah, that's very good. Then we don't have to go to the. That's a very good
2: thing. Yeah, (laughs) and my mother taught me how to sew.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, see that. Of course, I know how to do right. Yeah, (laughs) I can sew. I can stitch. All right. Anyway, so I want to wrap this up. Unless there's something more you wanted to say, and I interrupted you. Uh, no, no. Really. I, th- I just
2: think that this is a very broad subject, come to think about it.
1: I just wanted to say that, that um, yes, my father and mother, they made me very capable. But, you know, it can also be like a burden because I am so freaking capable. So I sometimes... I'm get. I'm getting tired of myself. You're I'm build, Yeah. I'm, now I'm building yeah. a house. I mean, I mean, where where's it gonna end? And where, I just wanna. No. I just want to, you know, say that I can't do it. Can- I don't know how to do it. I, you know, but I. But that's not me. So I have. Can you be too capable? No. I, no, of course not. Definitely not. You have the garden, and I have really really struggle not to interfere with that because i don't want to (laughs) be a part of that because it's supposed to be your thing yes and um but it's difficult it's difficult to be capable and not having kids because then you have to reinvent yourself 55 times a
0: year (laughs) i think you have to do that if you have children as well i'm afraid Reinvent a lot. I think, I think there's no, I think women don't really have a choice about whether or not they want to reinvent. It's built into us. We reinvent every four weeks, whether we're still bleeding or not. You know, anyway, I wanted to wrap this up by asking one more question. And that is if you could tell your younger self a really good thing about how to conduct yourself with money or business, what would it be? Do you want to start?
2: No, you can start. Well, I would probably say what your mother told you. Make sure you make your own money and never ever put yourself in a position where you're dependent economically on somebody else. That's what I would tell my younger me.
1: I would... uh... Yeah, I would have said don't waste so much money going to bars and nightclubs <laughs> and, and, and party because it's it doesn't lead to anything.
0: But uh, that's oh, part of life.
1: Don't say that. Ah, okay, but you, you,
0: I could have saved. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I would say. And I think I would try to find some way, it's not so much something I would say, it's that I would try and find a way to encourage me to be as curious about it as I am now. Now I'm like constantly reading about NFTs or crypto or startups Mm. or whatever it is. I'd never had any curiosity about that when I was like 15, 25, 35, started somewhere around my mid 40s now. So I think, yeah, I would find a way to be more curious outside Mm. of the whole relationship and boys and all that stuff, you know, and just really cultivate a side of me that has nothing to do with romantic relationships. Yeah, that was my very Mm. long answer. Okay. All right, girls. (laughs) Thank you again (laughs) for being here. Thanks everybody for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, or maybe you're even thinking about being a guest on our show, which we're always happy to Hear your suggestions and you can write to us at bitchbreathe at gmail.com and the I in bitch is a number one. One. Yay! Listen to you, listening <laughs> to me. Thanks, girls. <laughs> Till next time. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye bye. bye.